0: This is Gail Morgan thanking you for watching the Libertarian Counterpoint each Thursday
1: at 8 p.m. Channel 17 on Comcast, on YouTube, and on Facebook. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. I'm James Just. we got John Cameron in the middle today, and down at the other end is Richard Fields. Gentlemen, Time names their person of the year. Well, I guess it's people of the year. They named Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as, as their people of the year. I'm not sure i guess you just have to get elected to get a people of the year now i guess is the only thing There's, is.
2: there's
0: a couple of problems with that they can they can't get their pronouns right uh two people is not a person and uh the second thing is they haven't even taken office yet and they're already person of the year that's sort of like obama uh winning the nobel peace prize without having you know within a, i think it was a month or something like that after he took office back in in 2012 uh it's 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 just political correctness and, and uh, trying to uh, suck up to the, uh, to the, uh, the Twitter mob.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, what's hilarious is that James said, you know, you just need to get elected. I mean, uh, Trump, uh, Trump got elected and, and I don't think they've labeled him as a person yet, much less person of the year. I think they think he's, what do they call him? The orange monster and all sorts of other things. And, you know he's evil this and evil that. And then speaking of Obama and the Nobel Peace Prize, hold. Some quiet on the set, please. A little lower. Sorry about that. It's the the, the audience is getting a little unruly. You know, our thousands of people that want to stay be closer to, to the camera. Anyway, um, and I'm I'm looking at what Obama did, uh, or thinking about what Obama did as president. To aid peace, and other than setting the record that I think uh, Trump broke for murdering people at long range with drones, um, if that if that helps peace, and appeasing uh, people all over the world and being outmaneuvered like a child by the Chinese as they you know cemented their military installations in the middle of if that's if that you know if they knew his plan and 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 we're going to give them some props for doing that. And then I look at what's happened under the Trump administration. North Korea and South Korea, they got to the table and talked. Um, Israel has normalized relations with how many Arab countries now, counting some of the, the principalities down there? Is it five or six? Which would have been... Well, I see, yeah, there's Morocco,
0: there's uh, UAE, there's... Uh, uh, I forget. Yeah, Lebanon? Europe, right? Yeah, so they're talking with Saudi. Yeah, no,
2: there's
0: a much. Yeah. Or so the the quick draw oh. on that is Trump is selling all of these Arab nations, drones and and other weapons uh, as huh. the uh, as the enticement. So I'm not sure how that's going to work
2: out. Well, I, I I think wasn't wasn't Obama doing the same thing? I'm, I'm not sure.
0: But this is he's up. Trump has, has increased the uh, the sales more, from my hmm. understanding. So, uh, you know, he he got uh, Trump or he got Trump got. Uh, North Korea and South Korea to talk. I don't see that much has come of it. But nevertheless, if uh, a Democrat would have done any of those things, they would get not only the person of the year, but the Nobel Peace Prize Prize. uh, for, you know, a couple of years running. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's political correctness. That's all.
2: Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's a shame. I keep thinking that there is an opportunity for a conservative slash libertarian news organization to, uh, to, to, Actually, take a big chunk out of the market. I'm mean, the closest thing you have, and I am really Fox News, but certainly not libertarian, and kind of a strident form of of uh, of uh, conservatism, if you want to call it that. And I and I, what what's shocking to me is that the there are no newspapers out there anywhere that are even remotely well viable financially, but. I think there's an opportunity because I think, you know, conservatives slash libertarian or associated libertarian-leaning conservatives, which is an awful lot of them. I mean, most of America leans kind of libertarian in a lot of things, um, either personal liberties or financial freedom or whatever. But but they are not being spoken to at all by popular media, by stream media. By advertising campaigns or anything else, are completely being completely ignored. Yet these media folks uh, wonder why their ratings are slipping, circulation for newspapers is non-existent, and all the rest of that. I would think the answer is pretty simple: you're you're forcing people to opt out.
0: I, I'm going to quibble with you a little bit on your on your uh, assertion there. On your premise, which is that no mainstream newspapers or media or other media are libertarian in orientation, I would point out the the Orange County Register in my soon-to-be hometown of Fullerton uh, in Orange County. The Orange are County they still, Register
2: they still was, was
0: owned by someone who was very, very strongly libertarian for many, many years, and is still uh, publishes uh, libertarian Steve Greenhut and, and other libertarian writers. Uh, and uh, you know, still leans in a libertarian direction. So that, that, I guess that might be the exception that proves the rule, but it's also uh, an example of what you are proposing, which is that a libertarian oriented uh, mainstream newspaper would be able to, or should be able to find support, particularly in uh, a, a part of the country that leans uh, at least nominally uh, conservative. Mm-hmm. And I would say that with, a, with the right slant, the same thing would work in a, in a uh, area of the country uh, that
2: leans uh, uh, blue as well. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree, and I forgot about the Orange County Register. I know, I know. A few years ago, it's probably been ten now. Um, a uh, an investor came in and bought it and thought that he could revive the whole the newspaper by simply uh, not simply by hiring a whole bunch of good reporters and writers. And I think within about six months of doing that, he started cutting back. But um, it sure would be nice to have the kind of choice that people have well again, in England they have a lot of national newspapers and you can certainly buy uh, uh, newspapers there that have um, different political slants there's there's conservative there's you know socialist there's what we you know they they call uh, labor there and we call wrongly liberal here and I'd, I'd like to see people have a choice and uh, and we don't but other than that rare exception, I mean, there are places in the country where, where conservative papers are probably doing well. I know small town newspapers, single newspaper towns that focus on, on um, local news and all, all news is supposed to be local are still doing amazingly well. And well, th-
0: another exception uh, is the Manchester Union leader, which uh, actually uh, endorsed Gary Johnson back in 2016 after having been staunchly conservative uh, and Republican for uh, probably over a century.
1: Mm-hmm. Well that it just brings us to this whole the uh, closed nature of the loop, the closed, the tight bubble that the mainstream media lives in. But I also like to point out that people always have us to turn to if they want their libertarian viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and move on. A district a school district in Washington has sparked controversy after they've now claimed that uh, Asian American students are now white. The in terms of the demographics, they are they now mix Asian students and white students in together. So Asian students are no longer minorities or people of color, according to a school district in Washington.
0: Yeah, that speaks to the need for government to create false conflicts—conflicts uh, uh, conflicts that really shouldn't be conflicts. The the largest overarching conflict, the largest overarching issue in the world or in the in the in the U.S. today, is the fact that we're. Uh, ruining the economy in a thousand different ways, not to mention, not the least of which is uh, Federal Reserve money printing, which will bring down our empire just like money printing has brought down every other empire in history. That's not a convenient thing for either Democrats or Republicans to talk about. So they have to create false problems. Uh, And uh, racial uh, problems are one of the most uh, easy to stoke because people have, have their own, you know. Everybody has their own fears or biases or or preconceived notions when it comes to race and uh, changing the uh, classification of Asians from uh, people of color to uh, white simply widens the divide between the performance levels of the two different classifications. Uh, and it's an unfortunate thing, but, you know, blacks and his, to, largely blacks, but also to a certain extent Hispanics, don't test as well on standardized tests. That's not to say they're not, that they're not just as smart or just as, uh, uh, you know, well well qualified or anything else, because you have to look at people on an individual basis, mm-hmm. and individual blacks can be can be absolutely uh, stupendously intelligent, uh, Thomas Sowell uh, as an example. Uh, but if you have a artificial distinction between classes between races, that leads to all of the affirmative action problems, which uh, annoy the uh, the uh, people who are now being discriminated against. Uh, you know, put in, in the uh, in the unfamiliar place of being the discriminated against, like like whites. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a, a way of keeping the public's eye off the real ball.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree, Richard. Um and, and what I thought was shameful to me, the stoking of the racial fires um, prior to this run-up in the election and the, the constant ranting on the part of the mainstream media about racist Trump, racist Trump, racist Trump, yet it seems to me that, that if you uh, constantly focus on race, that makes you a racist. And if you don't focus on race, but if you focus on the, the American people as a whole, uh, that or as individuals, you, what's that? Or so as individuals, it, individuals. So that makes you colorblind, which is what we we strive to be, and you focus on on um, you know trying to do good, your version of good for the population as a whole and and the individuals in that population. But it was in the best interests of of. The, the far left-leaning mainstream media to help stoke the fires so that they could, uh, you know, get the vote out. And what I find is, is uh, wonderfully entertaining, uh, the, the exit polls show that uh, uh, growth in Hispanic male vote for, um, for Trump, and black vote was even more. I think black vote was went from six to eight percent, or something like that. Richard, you probably know the numbers better than me. And Hispanic was was the same. So, uh, despite the intent of the lamestream media to stoke uh, the racial fires, it it actually you know didn't pan out. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: the mainstream yeah. media obviously, obviously tends to be uh, substantially liberal, but it's not a democratic uh, thing. It's it's also a Republican thing. I oh, remember no, Wilson going back and back to the early '90s, running uh, commercials showing hordes of uh, Mexicans crossing the border uh, as a you know an out now fear campaign, uh, and Trump used that used that uh, immigration card to great effect in 2016. Uh, And and to a a lesser extent in 2020, Uh, it's, you know, it's using race, using race, making making the color of the skin important when it really shouldn't be a consideration at all uh, as far as putting together a fair and just society.
1: Well, I can give you guys an explanation on how ridiculous this simplistic view on race is. I have a granddaughter who is half Asian, a quarter white and a quarter black. What is she going to go to under this? Is she white, black, or Asian? It's, whatever,
0: whatever, whatever she wants, I suspect. <laughs> I
1: guess gets to, just gets to tell her what what she wants to be. I, today I'm black, tomorrow I'm white, and I'm Asian when I go home to eat because that's the food they like to eat. I don't understand what this whole thing. It's a mess. This is this whole racial theory, this whole modern racial theory, or I guess they call it critical race theory, is actually dangerous. We're trying to combat racism with more racism, and we actually think we're going to get something other than more racism out of it. And it's and it's just become a uh, it's become a mess. It's the danger of creating this racial this continual race. This continual focus on race is actually going to increase racism. It's not going to fight it. Uh, it. It's almost like that's the goal. The goal is to increase the amount of racism in the world, not actually to decrease it. Do you want, it's, they're they're actually acting like they want the opposite of what they claim. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, because, good, yeah. because if you can feed off other people's uh, racial fears by stoking those racial fears, you have more power. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. the that's the political imperative.
1: Well, and yeah. you've got a lot of people who've got a lot of degrees and a lot of college debt who need jobs, and those. So, where are you going to get these jobs? You've got to create them. So, how do you create them? You create the offer. Race theory as a major, yes.
2: Yeah, hmm. it's yeah, become a whole. The, there, I think that'll be the next major, and heaven uh, no, help us already. if they actually do forgive uh, student loan debt, because if they do, then you know there's the next major will be. Uh, Racial tension, a masters in racial tension reduction. How about that?
1: Oh, they probably already have that, John. They mm-hmm. probably already have that. Speak, but talking about craziness out of California, Oracle is moving headquarters out of Silicon Valley to Austin, Texas. And they are like the third or fourth major tech company in the last six months to to announce that they're moving. Um, this Cal exit thing has become a uh, exodus. Is probably actually- a
0: green grain. I you, I remember back in the 1950s and 60s when there was a brain drain of uh, Brits coming to America because of the, uh, at that time, a strong labor socialist government in Great Britain. Nobody could make a living in Great Britain. The, you know, the smart people couldn't, you know, get paid for doing whatever they do. So they got the hell out of Britain and came to the United States. It was called the brain drain. We're having a brain drain from California to Texas, to Idaho, to Nevada, to Florida, and other uh, parts across the country. It's the market at work. Whenever uh, politicians create a... Uh, uh, a business hostile to uh, thriving, hostile to business, hostile to uh, people being able to provide things for other people at a profit, so that both both the buyer and the consumer uh, come out ahead. When that when that when that environment goes away, and the Democrats are, are you know trying their hardest to make sure it goes away, people leave, and it's not it shouldn't be a surprise.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's it's wonderful uh, because. Um, not only are they, are they leaving, but these are some of the poster children of like Elon Musk. You know, has a huge following uh, amongst uh, you know people who blow up the Twitter universe and on Facebook and all the rest of that, and is the the darling of uh, you know clean energy and the electric car movement and everything else. And Oracle, um, you know, Larry Ellison's a strange cat, but he's um, you know, the, the center of power in, in, uh, he has a lot of clout and a lot of pull. And these people are, are, are being vocal about it. And, and you're right, Richard. And that, that, you know, that we benefited hugely from the brain drain out of, out of, uh, England. And I think it was this, was it the sixties, early sixties and, and. 50s the, and
0: 60s, back, back when it was on uh, labor, a labor government.
2: Yeah. And, and, um, we, it benefited the United States tremendously because they, they were coming out of wonderful schools with wonderful skills. And we, we sort of shared a common language. So there was none of that nonsense that, that divided us. And they came here and, and had a huge positive impact. And what's going to happen is it's going to have a huge negative impact. But if, if it wasn't for the, the big chunk of money that the state of California takes out of the pockets of the multimillionaires in Silicon Valley, uh, because they're they are the ones who are paying that highest marginal rate. And every time they get stock options and all the rest of that, it's it's a huge influx of cash for the state of California. And if part of that goes away, this this crazy house of cards that they've managed to build here with these massive uh, pensions and uh, um, and all the rest that they're paying these these uh, quote unquote underpaid state workers uh, and teachers. That that house of cards is going to come down even more quickly. I would I would love for it to come down because people voted out. But I think um, the uh, the people in power here are, are what does the all the articles say? Uh, uh, committing committing financial suicide by running businesses out. So it's going to happen one way or the other. Either people voted out or 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 it's going to be self sabotage. Yeah.
1: Well, sadly, it seems like all the people who are leaving are the people we need to stay to vote it out. So it's just going to have to crash. I think that's kind of the worst. You know, we're not looking forward to it because it's, you know, it's going to hurt a lot of people. But, you know, in the long run, I suppose it needs to happen. But talking about bringing up crashes um, out of New York City, do you want to charge three dollars per package for delivery to help fund their transit system?
0: Yeah, coming soon to California. Nobody's riding the transit system, therefore we have to uh, subsidize it in order to keep it, uh, keep the trains running, keep the empty trains running on time, uh, and 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 make the people who are following all of the uh, social distancing and mask, you know, all of that stuff, people who are following that obediently, not going out in public, staying home, and so forth, they have to pay for the people that uh, that are not riding, are not riding the train anyway. It's just, it's just. Uh, it's an example of what in the world is it that we can tax? I think it was Reagan that said, if it moves, tax it. If it, uh, you know, something along those lines, I forget the other three parts of the, of the quotation, but uh, they're, they're coming up with all kinds of weird and strange taxes. And that will continue until, uh, until they can't find anything anymore.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. And uh, until there's nothing left to steal. You know, the thieves will keep coming back and pointing the gun at you until there's nothing left to steal. And then, then they're going to blame the very people who, you know, that, that, uh, that they stole the money from for the problems. I mean, isn't it California that wanted to tax people, uh, charge them an exit tax if you leave the state of California? And, yeah, I and think that's
0: still, on, still on the table in the in, in yeah. uh, state assembly, state, state legislature.
2: Well, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I, I would say that's got to be patently unconstitutional. But the federal government does the same thing. If you expat yourself, they take a big chunk of, of the capital that you're moving to foreign country. So you know, yeah, they treat it as uh, as an estate uh, d- tax distribu-
0: distribution. Because yeah. yeah.
2: it's your, it's it's a death. It's a small <clears throat> death when you give up that passport. It's a death.
1: Well, it's a death of the government. It's just oh, this yeah. notion that you put people out of work, you force them to to get more delivery, and then now you're gonna charge them extra for it. it it's it's like these, they have no idea that they're the ones creating their own problems, and then so they double down. And it do they have no sense of... Decency,
0: no sense of decency.
2: <laughs> I can't well, even think of the words. So so,
1: I'm not uh, usually one for me out of words, but I'm literally speechless on that and talk about another one that turns me speechless. We're just going to skip down the page here. North Face, the clothing company, North Face, turned his back on a West, West Texas oil company, uh, ordered some jackets with their company logo on it. And they've ordered from North Face before. And this year, or North Face said, no, we don't want to associate with oil companies.
2: And I, I think that's a great story. Thanks for, for, for presenting us with the opportunity to talk about that. Uh, turns out that, uh, that much of North space's, uh, items are actually made with, uh, you know, hydrocarbon based material. They're, they're shipped on hydrocarbon based trucks. The people that go to Yosemite, when you can get into Yosemite to climb in their fancy gear and take their hikes, drive cars to get there. And the, the, uh, I guess the CEO of the company was, uh, was kind enough to point all that out in a four-page missive to, uh, to North Face, which is uh, uh, didn't deign to answer or answer uh, any of the reporters that have asked the question. So it's ludicrous, really. I mean, and, and this, this false green thing that we're going, you know, I, I, I love to go off on this. I mean, <laughs> ten, what uh, thousands of, is it 2,000 or 10,000 golden eagles have been killed, I think it's 2,000. In the Altamont Pass wind chopper, they like to call them wind farm, uh, in over the last twenty years. If if you killed one uh, golden eagle, uh, but with a coal-fired power plant, uh, they'd shut you down. But but since this wind power is in favor of of the greens, and they see it as you know renewable and not causing any damage, nobody fights them on it. And the same thing with solar power. There, are, there, are these all these solar panels scattered all over the place. or heat sinks, and actually, you know, increasing surface area. It's just, just imagine, it's basically like a big asphalt, a parking lot. They're heat sinks. Um, so instead of heat falling on these places where they have these solar powers and, and power plants and reflecting back into the atmosphere, um, just like snow does, um, the heat's absorbed, and then. You talk about you talk about uh, the the batteries, which are just noxious, horrible, polluting things. That that uh, you know, if they weren't made in China, there'd be a big uproar about us making them here because they're nasty. And we once these batteries go bad, where are they going to go? We're going to ship them back to China. So this this whole green thing is ludicrous. And and North Face. I think they weren't wasn't North Face the one that was actually putting in in the sales in the little tags inside its jackets vote the son of a gun out or something like that or Yeah, I don't know daughters? about that
0: but I mean I I you know I, I totally support North Face in making a decision not to sell yeah, yeah. uh their gear to uh, an oil company in West Texas and I su- totally support uh Cotopaxi or some other manufacturer of outdoor uh, gear to uh, take up the the uh uh, the mantle and, and and go ahead and sell to uh, the West Texas Oil Company, and I'm sure somebody somebody will step into the breach. That's just the, that's just the free market at work. And if people want to cut off their nose to spite their face, yeah, go for it. You know, well, I no, no I,
2: I, I'm sorry, I got carried away, and I absolutely agree with Richard on that. It's a it's free market economy. You should be able to refuse to do to sell your goods or services to anybody. I just think the the ludicrous nature but no, if of your you're, argument.
0: If you're North Face. Or any other company, and say I'm not going to sell to, oh, I don't know, uh, Asians. Uh, guess how long it'll be before you end up in federal court for uh, discrimination? You, you know, there are some people you can discriminate against, and some people you can't. That's a problem.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the real problem is is the mass hypocrisy. Is that you know they deliver all their products on trucks. Their products get delivered by people in cars. You know, from their Amazon delivery drivers. And yet they're going to say they don't want to have anything to do with the Texas oil company. Okay, fine. You don't have to sell their products. You, you know, it's, you know, you're probably better off going somewhere else that wants your business. But at the same time, you know, don't sit there and pretend you be in some morally superior position as you're sitting around making your own massively pollution and, and getting your products to the market. It's, it's just kind of the height of hypocrisy. With a couple minutes left, we want a, a pro-China lead, a pro China news channel in Taiwan was taken off the air. And this is an interesting. Taiwan refused to renew the license of the cable TV news portion of a news channel in Taiwan because they routinely promote disinformation, I guess is what the excuse was.
0: Well, I guess that from what I understand, I don't know that much about it. It sounds like the, the channel that was taken off the air is a channel a channel that uh, supports the idea that uh, one China and that Taiwan is simply the, the runaway province of uh, uh, the greater China. And uh, obviously, uh, the people in China, people in Beijing are probably very happy about this. Uh, and I don't know what the breakdown in Taiwan is as to whether, as to the percentage of people that are pro mainland versus pro uh, uh, staying, staying, you know, staying their own uh, independent country. but. Uh, there is a, a tendency. There, there is an impetus for politicians, on whatever side of whatever issue you can think of, to censor the other side, and that's what we're seeing in example
2: example. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's strange to to think that there there are people who would um, promote that, but I guess some people do want to in Taiwan do want to be part of China, and you know t- Taiwan has had or or what do they call it Formosa, I think. I think, uh, Chinese call it Formosa. They, they led the way in improving the standard of living. Uh, it took mainland China much, much longer to get there, but there are some reasons for that because they left with a bunch of capital and, and the, the middle class and upper middle class, uh, had better educations and all the rest of that. But, you know, I just, the anywhere in the world where you, where you try to stamp out opposing views, uh, all it does is, is create, uh, Uh, a news and soundbite for somebody and it turns out to backfire. But again, you know, if, if uh, the government closed it down, I guess they did from licensing. I don't have a problem at all with, with a a corporation making that decision. It's just a little scary when governments do it.
1: Yeah. I'm no friend of Chinese and the Chinese government, but I'm also no friend of government censorship and the use of licensing, as we've seen here is really just the way to, for governments to get businesses to, toe the line, toe the party. Yeah, and we're seeing
0: the same thing with the U.S. government going after the social media giants, Twitter, Amazon, and so on.
1: Yeah, it's this, and, and the small businesses, you, you know, you're going to take your license away if you serve if you serve your food when you're locked down. It's, what they're, it's the tool they're using for control, and that's the part that really scares me. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that it's happening in Taiwan, they're facing the same issues halfway around the world that we are facing here. And that is it for us today from Libertarian Counterpoint. For me, John and Richard, we want to thank you for watching us. We will see you next week. This is Gail Morgan thanking you for watching the Libertarian
0: Counterpoint each Thursday at 8 p.m. Channel 17
2: on Comcast, on YouTube, and on Facebook. We invite you to come again.